0: Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I Good morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Meditations. Uh, I'm Lewis Hart and my email is at al, lhart07 at com. That's L-H-A-R-T 07. At AOL.com. I uh, give you that information because we're interested in hearing and knowing uh, whether our broadcasts are getting out there and and they're making any difference in, in your lives. And so uh, we just want to share devotional thoughts with you daily uh, to try to encourage you, to try to build you up, and to help you to keep your eyes on Jesus and move forward with him. I've been a pastor for about 50 years now and uh, had retired uh, because of sickness in my wife's uh, life uh, several years back, and and uh, so I uh, had to step aside for a period of time, and now uh, my wife passed away in 2018. Uh, I uh, met someone I had known uh, years before in twenty and later we were married and and uh, moved down to the lower state of South Carolina and uh, we've been uh, serving a few different churches here and now uh, just recently a church has asked us to consider being their pastor full-time and it's exciting to me to do that I'm just sharing this with you because I want you to know where my heart is Uh, my heart is to help people to know Jesus and to walk with him and and this is my desire, and that's why I'm trying to share these uh, meditations in the mornings, just to share a little bit of scripture, a little bit of insight that God's given me. And uh, I pray that it's making an impact in some way. And uh, I'm going to begin today, probably jumping around a little bit. I'm going through the Old Testament now in my quiet times every morning, and uh, I've uh, just, uh, well, right now I'm over in the book of Ezra, but uh, but I was just thinking back about some of the things that God had uh, brought fresh to my mind over in the book of Kings and Samuel and all of that. But uh, So I'll probably jump around a little bit with you going back over some of these that stand out to me as something that I think might be of value to you. So uh, today I'm going to be looking at first. Uh, Kings chapter 12. And uh, I I refer to this as man-made religion because here's what happens. Uh, Solomon has died and his son Rehoboam has become king over the nation. Now you know there were 10 tribes that uh, were considered Israel and two tribes that were considered Judah, but they were all together as one nation uh, under David and under Solomon. And and uh, but now Rehoboam has become king and there have been uh, people in the ten tribe section that have been complaining that he was too hard and the taxes and all that he demanded was too much and there's rebellion and a man named Jeroboam uh, is leading the ten tribes uh, while Rehoboam continues to be king of the two tribes but uh, there's war between them and it's kind of stopped and, and uh, just uh, friction between the two, tr- two, two nations, if you will. One nation divided in two. But Jeroboam gets concerned about the people because Jerusalem is where they have to go and worship. That's where God had chosen for the temple to be and where people would come to worship him. So Jeroboam uh, doesn't want the people to go there. To worship, because he's thinking if they go there to worship, then they will begin to go back to Rehoboam and they'll rebel against me. So he connives and conceives in his own heart a religion. And let me quickly get into that because if I don't, I'll run out of time. Uh, So in the 26th verse of chapter 12, it says, Jeroboam thought to himself, the kingdom will now likely revert to the house of David. It's talking about uh, Rehoboam being the king. If these people go up to offer sacrifices at the temple of of the Lord in Jerusalem, they will again give their allegiance to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah. They will kill me and return to King Rehoboam. After seeking advice, the king made two golden calves, And he said to the people, it's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. One he set up in Bethel, the other in Dan. And this thing became a sin. The people went even as far as Dan to worship the one there. And Jeroboam built shrines on high places and appointed priests from all sorts of people, even though they were not Levites. He instituted a festival on the 15th day of the eighth month, like the festival held in judah and he offered sacrifices on the altar this he did in bethel sacrificing to the calves he had made and at bethel he also installed priests at the high places he had made on the fifteenth day of the eighth month a month of his own choosing he offered sacrifices on the altar. He built it at Bethel. So he instituted the festival for the Israelites and went up to the altar to make offerings. Well, quickly, let me show you what's happening here. Notice, first of all, it says he thought to himself. In other words, in his own mind, he's beginning to think, okay, if I uh, allow these people to go to Jerusalem, uh, they may get uh, to thinking about, you know, this is where God said we worship. So we've got to figure out something here. i got to do something. And so he's, he starts a religion, if you will, of his own making. The first thing he did is he said, it's too much for you uh, to go to Jerusalem. And so he made two golden calves and said, look, look he says, he says, It's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Now, those golden calves didn't bring anybody up out of any place. And we know that. We understand that. But here's what is happening. He's looking at convenience. And I want to tell you that's one of the greatest hindrances today is we try to find a convenient way to keep people coming to church, doing things we we do things and we we love convenience, we love it if we don't have to get dressed, we love it if we can just go any old way, just making it easy for us and all and you see it's it wasn't convenient, my friend, for Jesus to go to Calvary and die on a cross for our sins, but he did it because it was the right thing and the only thing that could save us, and so Uh, Don't look for convenience. And so he made these two golden caves. He set them up like that. But notice he also appointed priests from all sorts of people. In other words, there was only the tribe of Levi that was to be the priestly tribe And uh, these people were the ones that were to serve as priests in the temple and those that followed and and came from the tribe of Levi and from the household of Aaron. These were the priests and and the Levites and the priests were the ones who were to to serve. But he appointed people from all sorts. He wanted people that would uh, go along with him and would support him. And, and again, we sometimes are seeing that today where people are being chosen, not because they're qualified, but because they will compromise. And so he is compromising and he's made these false gods. He's made it convenient for them. And then he even set up a feast day of his own choosing. He didn't, it wasn't, God had set up a time for them to celebrate their feast, but he chooses a day in his own mind, in his own heart. And that's the thing about false religion. It is something that comes out of man's heart, not out of God's heart. And I want to tell you, we're not capable of coming up with a religion that will represent God. We have to come to God, the Word of God, and follow God. And I'm telling you that today, a lot of places, a lot of what we say churches today are devising plans in their own mind, in their own ideas, and we're having man-made religion. It will not work. Jesus Christ went to Calvary, paid the price for our sins, and He is the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by Him. You can't choose uh, a way that's convenient for you. You can't decide that. And I'm telling you today, too many people are choosing an easy route, an easy way, they don't want to follow God's way. And we make excuses and we say, well, uh, I don't believe there's anything wrong with it. It's not a matter of what you believe. It's a matter of what God says. We need to understand that God's word is true. And we have to abide by the word of God, not by our own ideas, not by what somebody says is right or wrong. What does God say? And I'm telling you, this is man-made religion. It was based on a man's own ideas. It was for convenience. It chose people that were not qualified, but would compromise. And it chose days and gods of their own making. My friend, look at the Word of God. Are you worshiping God? Are you following Him? Are you doing it His way? Or is it a man made religion that you follow? Let's choose God's way, and that's the Bible way. May God help us to dig into the Word of God and study and live according to His truth. God bless you. Great is thy faith.